the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrew K. Show. It is hump day. Hump day. (laughs) And I tell you who's glad to get over the hump tonight is my partner in crime here because he had quite a great day off yesterday. I'll let him decide whether or not he wants to share the details with you guys on that. Um, But glad to have you all with me tonight, including my partner here who was off yesterday as we roll over the hump towards Friday And what a way to get over the hump. There's continuing fallout from the Durham report as the Democrats try to change the conversation, as they try to justify, as they try to weasel their way out of the facts. We've got updates on that. Um, We are squarely mid-May, right? Now, what does that mean? What big thing is supposed to be happening in May that we got to be talking about tonight? Who remembers? We've talked about it before. I've been talking about it for a long time. And Reggie Littlejohn will be back to refresh everybody's memories on what was supposed to be happening this month between the Biden administration selling out the United States of America and our sovereignty to the World Health Organization. And she had an event in D.C. today involving more than a dozen, a couple dozen, I think, U.S. Congress people. Tea Party representatives, our very friend of the Andrea Casio, Brigitte Gabriel, was there to talk about what we, how we must stop the handing over of our sovereignty to the World Health Organization. And as I look up at the monitors up on the stations here, there's nobody talking about it, but we will on tonight's Andrea K. Show. And if you want to join the discussion, you can give us a call, 888-344-1170, 888-344-1170. Email me at andreakshow.com. And don't forget to download our podcast wherever you get your podcast. So now let me introduce my man who had a great day off yesterday. Now he might be a tad tired. Um, it is the one and only DJ Potato Skins. Yeah, when you do something you know, fun and exciting like going to Disneyland, and don't get me wrong, I had a fabulous time with the fam, but uh, it, it takes takes a lot out of you. I'm a little tired, but but we press on. Well, you got to press on. Did you do an open to close? No, no, we had we had little tykes with us. We and, and actually, I guess it's a sign I'm getting older because even if they weren't there, I think I would have bowed out early. How early? Oh, not I mean not early, early, 10 p.m. Oh, okay, that's that's still a solid day. I mean, in my fam, when we do an amusement park, we're open to close, and if that means we're going to Magic Mountain up in Santa Clarita, we're still going to be there when the doors open, even though it's a three-hour drive away, and we're going to be there till they close. That's how we roll. And then we don't allow for any chickenry in my family. You ain't allowed to chicken out on any of the rides, okay? No chickenry 
allowed in my family. That's how we roll. So Love my, that word, chickenry. My, chickenry. We ain't into no chickens, okay? Speaking of chickenry, uh, we are also going to be talking tonight about how the Christian school in Tennessee that was terrorized by a trans terrorist has actually filed a lawsuit to try to block the manifesto from being released. And I think that that is some chickenry as Christians. There are, we're going to talk more about the story later, but in general, we as Christians need to stand firm in our faith. We need to not cower. We need to not go the way of chickenry when we are up against, when we understand that we are in a battle of good versus evil in this country. Did the Lord Did he succumb to chickenry? No. No, he didn't. And we need to be bold in our faith, and we need to speak the truth. Lord Jesus turned over a table, didn't he? We need to be willing to turn over some tables. Um, Speaking of turning things over... How's I can't how do I segue from that into the Durham report? I guess I can segue by saying you want to talk about a battle of good versus evil. Let's talk about how evil and corrupt the U.S. government is. The Democrat Party today is trying to spin this in every which way that they can. They're also trying to change the conversation. CNN tonight is back talking about Trump and his classified documents. But we're going to continue to remind the American people of the scourge that is our own country. Our own, well, not not our country, but our U.S. government. And Trump was absolutely correct when he said this about the Durham report findings. Skins, please play clip three. He would tell you that it's a great vindication and it feels good. And the report has been, you know, wildly praised. It, I wish it could have come faster, but the detail that he went into, 308 pages, the detail is extraordinary. And uh, all of these people, uh, I guess you could call it treason. You could call it a lot of different things. But this should never be allowed to happen in our country again. Right. I I wish Trump would, and and he might have. Trump needs to go on and and continue to remind the American people. This is not over just because this report has come out. First of all, nobody's been held accountable. Nobody's been prosecuted. The only people that have been, the only person who's, well, people who've been prosecuted was... Donald Trump and his cohorts. Here is a clip from MSNBC in which they attempt to spin the Durham investigation as the one that was the biggest abuse of power and waste of money in DOJ history. Skins, please play. I believe it's clip 10. I mean, and I guess if you step back, Congressman, I mean, Manafort, Flynn, Stone, Gates and Papadopoulos were all found guilty in in the court of law. What, What is what is Durham saying that they weren't really guilty of the crimes they confessed? pleaded to or were convicted of? I have no idea what confirmation bias he's talking about when you have either guilty pleas or jury verdicts convicting all of these people in connection with the Russia investigation. And yet you have acquittals essentially across the board in the piddly cases that John Durham brought. You want to talk about a waste of time and money. The John Durham investigation is an embarrassment and it should go down as one of the biggest abuses of power and waste of money in the Department of Justice's history. But there's no confirmation bias here. Special Counsel Mueller did an investigation and convicted people. They pled guilty or they were convicted at trial. So, and he established, as did the Inspector General, that the initial investigation was open justifiably. Durham doesn't even really quibble with that. He says oh, it should have been Oh, I got to stop that right there. That is a flat out lie. All of that is lies. 
The one thing that Durham said was there was never any basis to launch this investigation. There was no probable cause. He went on to say that they all knew it. That John Brennan had briefed President Obama, Vice President Joe Biden, that this was all about the Hillary Clinton campaign cooking up a story to try to frame the opposition party candidate. That's the abuse of power. And the people that were railroaded from Paul Manafort and Flynn and Stone and Gates and Papadopoulos, yeah, they, they, yeah, they were forced to plead guilty. Michael Flynn was completely railroaded. It was a process crime. They came and entrapped him at his office and didn't tell him he was a part of an investigation and entrapped him. And then he ended up pleading guilty to save his family because it was either that or be, or be bankrupted. Same thing with Roger Stone. There was no conviction, no pleading guilty that had anything at all to do with Russian collusion. It was a lie. Every bit of it. And while Donald Trump is continuing to be targeted and persecuted and prosecuted, so are eight, what, 800 or so Americans that were, that because nobody was found responsible because this report took so many years to come out. And because the deep state is this deep, it grew. And the weaponization to target Americans for their political beliefs extended into January 6th with 800 people rounded up and thrown into a gulag, denied their civil rights. That's the abuse of power. And this is where we're at in this country. And if we had a righteous Department of Justice and cared about abuse of power, it'd be Barack Obama. That would be dragged for treason for what he did. How dare they try to spin this? But you know what? There's a whole lot of Americans that will believe this nonsense. In fact, anybody that's still watching MSNBC is an idiot. A useful idiot. And by the way, that is a term the communists came up with for stupid people that go along with this kind of stuff with no comprehension thinking that it's just going to be the other side that's going to be persecuted and prosecuted. No idea what ends up happening to them. This was bone deep, down to the marrow, stupid. That's who they are, man. We got to save that clip. The useful idiots are bone. This whole argument, particularly the people that would buy it, are bone deep, down to the marrow, stupid. And we're not. Many of us who paid attention or not. And Trump needs to start tying it. It's not over. He needs to call out Christopher Ray. He needs to call out Bill Barr. He doesn't want to admit Christopher Ray was, was a mistake. He needs to admit it. He needs to admit it. Because it's not over. And it's not going to be over. Christopher Ray needs to be fired. He's uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene filed articles of impeachment against him. The Republican Party needs to be filing articles of impeachment against Obama. I'm not a constitutional expert. Somebody want to call in 888-344-1170? If Donald Trump can have an impeachment hearing after he left office, why can Barack Obama not be? How about we impeach the vice president who was a part of this meeting at the time, Joe Biden, who's, and it was his idea, by the way, let me refresh everybody's memories. It was Joe Biden's idea that they go after Michael Flynn and how they should go about doing it. And all of this was to 
control the outcome of the election. And for him to say that Durham doesn't even quibble that the investigation was open open justifiably. Nicole Wallace, who's interviewing him, did you guys know that she's still really tight with with the Bush family? We got to start wising up as to who our enemies are in this country, by the way. We're going to take a break. We come back. Got to shift gears. Now the Democrats have a plan involving the Supreme Court, whether revising a plan involving the Supreme Court, once again, to subvert the Constitution. Stay tuned. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. So we're $34 trillion in debt. Inflation is crazy, right? People's credit cards are going up to like 20% interest rates, right? Uh, which means mortgage rates are jacked, jacked up. While housing rates are going up, I mean, economically we're 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 a mess. Um, we played some clips last night from the uh, Silicon Valley Bank hearings with the banking uh, committee, which Kennedy was just absolutely brilliant as always. So we're in an economic mess. In fact, it's Wednesday, so um, financial thought doctor will be here next hour. So. Um, while and, the, and there's still, you know, a debt ceiling standoff. We're going to be talking about that later. Um, gee, what should we be doing economically? I know. Ask the Democrats about their great idea. How do you think they want to spend? What do you think their plan is, Skins, for $14 trillion? They've got a new plan. Any guesses? Climate change. <laughs> oh, it's even worse than that. It's reparations, baby. $14 trillion. Say what? $14 trillion. I was doing a, a TV interview a couple months ago, and the subject of the California Reparations Task Force came up. And the person doing the interviewing was like, oh, you know what? What do we care about San Francisco or California? Ha, ha, ha. I say, you know, you Californians, you know, just do this. And I said, no, do not laugh this off because they're floating this idea and it just to begin begin to let it take consciousness of course we know they've been talking reparations for a long time but nobody had been nobody had really been taking it seriously there had been no task force forces that had been put together there'd been no talk of numbers and i said don't laugh this off because they're floating this balloon to take the temperature of the American people to start conditioning. It's called softening the mark, right? Con men call it softening the mark. And that's what they were doing for us. They mean it. They're serious about it. Do they think they're going to get $14 trillion? No. Not today, but they think they will eventually. Here's the here's uh, the people behind this plan. And these dem lawmakers, and one of the reasons why they're pushing for this now is because they know 24 ain't looking good for them. So unlike the Republicans who who never use their power, their, the power of the majority when they have it, the Democrats use the power of the majority even when they don't have it. And if they think they might possibly have any struggle with it, they're just going to push through whatever they want as much as they can get, right? 
They're going to they're going to push through as though they're the majority. And if they can get eight out of 10 things that they want, it's a win for them. This is why. And the idea that head down legs grinding and just push, push, push for every little thing you can get is why they've made such progress, because it works. They play a long game. So it can't be dismissed. Um, Here's some of the comments made by Republicans in response. And you tell me if you think this was forceful enough. Kat Kamek out of Florida says, I think this is just the woke ideology peaking and rearing its ugly head. In this country, you can do anything, be anything. In this culture of victimhood, it has absolutely gotten out of control. I don't think that's forceful enough language. Do you, Skins? It's a good start. It's a good start, but I don't think it's forceful enough. Because Representative Cori Bush, who introduced this Wednesday, she said she calls for this to, quote, close the black and white wealth gap. And she argues, which she argues stems from racist governmental policies. Name me one governmental policy that has anything to do right now with the wealth gap. How many decades now? And we talk about this all the time. How many decades now has the war on poverty been really about targeting the culture of the black community to destroy their wealth in order to keep them dependent? Like going to uh, young black women and telling them that, you know, or or all women by that matter, regardless of race, that you don't need a husband. Go ahead. You don't you don't need to be married before you have children. Go ahead. Knowing that 90 percent of the time a young single mother is going to end up in poverty. It's our government policies by the Democrats that seek to keep the Democrats down. And we don't talk about that enough. We need the Republican Party to speak out more against that. Um, The squad says black people in our country cannot wait any longer for our government to begin addressing each and every one of its extraordinary bits of harm. All of the harm it has caused since the founding. Um, Did we have slavery at the time of our founding skins? I'm not aware of that. You historians, let me know. I don't think slavery, when, did did Columbus sail the ocean blue with, with a bunch of slaves on his ship? Is that what happened? Was Trying to pl- rewrite history, sounds like. Did Plymouth Rock avoid slave ships? I didn't think so. It, it, uh, all the harm that it has caused since the founding that continues to perpetuate each and every day all across our communities, all across this country. They haven't said how they're going to pay for it, um, but the government doesn't repair anything, by the way. The government doesn't write any checks. It takes money from its citizens. I owe you nothing. Nothing. I was told after my freshman year, I think it was, at LSU, that there was no government jobs for me to be had in the summer in New Orleans because those went to, to the black students. And you know what? It was after my sophomore year. You know what? I didn't cry about it. I went and got a job selling timeshare in the French Quarter. Chip Roy out of Texas says the notion of reparations are so absurd they don't even merit a response. We That is wrong. We have got to hit this dead on the head and say that this is the left's cultural Marxist Black Lives Matter crap that's meant to divide us. Meant to usher in communism into this country, which which hurts everybody, and that there is not one black person in this country today who has any less of an opportunity than a white person. And that is the reality. We need to hit it on its head, in my opinion. We need to no, no longer tolerate this kind of racist language in this country.
Chip Roy went on to say, we're at a situation right now where the country is dealing with a serious debt issue, and to add to that would be problematic. The issue about this is not just the debt, though. It's because, and to say it this way, and I started talking about the debt, but we need, we need to explain the fact that even if we weren't in debt, I owe you nothing. I owe you nothing. I didn't keep anybody enslaved. Nobody alive kept anybody enslaved. There's no policy today that has anything at all to do with it. There's no circumstance you have right now that's negative as a black person that has anything at all to do with slavery. None whatsoever. I give you Ben Carson to name a few. Opinion polling suggests this is unpopular with Americans. Only three in 10 U.S. adults uh, said descendants of slaves should be paid anything. Uh, However, 77% of black Americans supported reparations. Of course, who wouldn't? You think you're going to get a fat check from somebody? Why wouldn't you support that? Because you didn't earn it. Because it's stealing. That's why. And we need to stop the institutional racism and theft in this country. Did you guys know that today is the anniversary of Brown versus Board of Education in which it was found illegal for segregation in our schools, that that disparate treatment of black children was disrespectful. Yet on the anniversary of Brown versus the Board of Education, we have systemic racism in this country, but in the reverse. And it is racist to suggest that white people in this country who had nothing at all to do with this slavery Many, many people who came to this country legally as immigrants from all around the world should have to help foot the bill to write checks to people who didn't do a dang thing to earn it. And I resent the heck out of it. We're going to shift gears. Reggie Littlejohn will be with us in a moment. She had a major event in D.C. today to talk about. You remember her, StopTheVaxPassports.com. She has been one of the main forces in trying to stop us from getting involved in this treaty and handing over our national sovereignty to the World Health Organization under the guise of public health. And she will be with us next to share about her event and everything you need to know to keep this uh, push going. Stay tuned. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. This morning I was watching uh, Steve Bannon's War Room, which I watch every day. Uh, there's breaking news with Fox News, by the way, in terms of shifting things around in their lineup. I could not be less interested in that, by the way. Um, I watched Bannon's War Room, and I saw that Reggie Littlejohn, fan favorite of the Andrea K. Show, was on talking about an event she was having today, a press conference to highlight what we've been talking about on the show with Reggie and beyond about how we need to pull out of this World Health Organization. We've got to make sure that our government does not sign on to this treaty nonsense, crap, insanity of handing over our sovereignty to them under the guise of public health, where they will have they will have the ability to shut us down and shove poison into our arms. And so Reggie Littlejohn did have this uh, this amazing event today with um, Representative Norman. I think some of our other fan favorites were there, like uh, Jenny Beth Martin from Tea Party Patriots. Brigitte Gabriel was there. And so I reached out to have Reggie Littlejohn on tonight to talk about this event, update you guys on what's happening with the World Health Organization Treaty and beyond. And she joins me now. Hi, Reggie Littlejohn. Thank you for being back on the Andrea K. Show. 
Oh, thank you so much for inviting me back. It's an honor to be here. Well, thank you for all you're doing to try to educate Americans, to try to continue the push. You know, um, you know, all anybody is, of course, talking about tonight, like I've got like uh, uh, in my studio monitor. Oh, we've got the expulsion of, of George Santos up in New York. I mean, can we talk about our country being handed over to this great reset? Can we talk about the demise of what's happening here, please? And you're one of the few people bringing attention to it. Catch everybody up. Tell everybody what this this uh, meeting was about today, this event, who all was there, and everything my listeners need to know. All right. Well, listen, you are also one of the few people that sees this uh, happening. Everybody else is, is just obsessed with little details that are distractions. The mm-hmm. main thing that's happening is that there is a globalist plot that is being effectuated through the World Health Organization to take control of the United States and the world. And they're doing it through the, the uh, two instruments, the pandemic treaty, the international health regulations. The World Health Organization is meeting this month, May 21st to the 30th, right away. And we have gone from Congress basically being asleep on this. There were a couple of people who were awake, but most of Congress was just asleep on this to a major congressional press conference today that took place on Capitol Hill. It's called the Triangle. Um, and there were, I think, uh, Eight, 19 congressional representatives who spoke, and then I spoke, and then uh, Frank Gaffney spoke. Um, oh, so, I love Frank Gaffney. Yeah, so he and I have co-founded this thing called the Sovereignty Coalition. Sovereignty Coalition, and this um, organization, together with others, have been... Um, getting people to call Congress, to email the representatives. Uh, so they have been pounded. We had about 300,000 emails and phone calls that have gone out over the last couple of weeks on this issue, wow. just our organization alone. 300,000. Wow, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, it is. And, and what it comes from is like people like you and your listeners going on to SovereigntyCoalition.org and signing the declaration um, and then sending sending a copy of, of a letter to your congressional representatives, that is what has gotten this from being having no traction at all to having enough traction for this huge congre- congressional um, press conference today. Who were some of the, and let's give out that website, SovereigntyCoalition.org. SovereigntyCoalition.org. When I gave out your website last time you were on the show, I got so many people emailing me like, oh, her website scares me to death. Well, it's it's the truth. Fear is a good motivator. Burying your head in the sand and and, and sand like so many Christians and conservatives and and Americans are doing is not going to help anything. And, you know, eventually the chickens are going to come home to roost and we're going to all be suffering if you don't wise up and wake up and get active. This website to join this movement is SovereigntyCoalition.org. Um, so you had some amazing patriots there with you today. Who were the patriots from Congress who joined you? Okay, so Representative Ralph Norman yes. from South Carolina was the one who sponsored this. Okay, if it weren't for him, it wouldn't have happened. He's the one who enabled us to get onto the triangle. Um, then there's uh, Ronnie Jackson from Texas, Representative Chris Smith personal friend of mine from New Jersey, uh, gave a big speech and said he's going to have a hearing on this. So um, Represent Harry Hagman uh, from uh, Wyoming, uh, Represent Tim Burchett from 
Tennessee, Brian Babin from Texas, Andy Biggs, who has sponsored a bill to get out of the WHO from um, Arizona, um, Kevin Hearn from Oklahoma, Thomas Tiffany from Wisconsin, Chip Roy, another one who sponsored a bill from Texas, Eli Crane from Arizona, Paul Gozer from Arizona. Arizona was well represented here. Uh, Lauren Bobert from Colorado, Eric Burleson from Missouri, Mary Miller from Illinois, um, Anna Paulina Luna from Florida, Dan Bishop from North Carolina, and Glenn Grothman from Wisconsin. So I'm sorry. Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. And Clay Higgins from Louisiana. So there's no one from California. You guys. <laughs> I know. Sorry. It's like, hello, Daryl Isa. Um, I, you know, I haven't had Isa on my show in so long because, I mean, I get these emails from his comms people and it's like, you know, it, he's talking about, uh, you know, something is, as, you know, mint, mint as irrelevant as like, I don't know, like, you know, the prices of avocado or just something completely mm-hmm. rude, and I don't eat guacamole, you know, I mean, so it's like, I mean, he, I said, we might as not even have a representative there. I said it. And it's, and it's absolutely truth. I, one of the reasons why I asked is because Congressman Biggs is one of the few Congress people I ever invite on my show. In fact, mm-hmm. he's on practically every week. And I was like, if he wasn't there today, I was going to be really mad. <laughs> if he, he was there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He was, yeah. He, he's, he's a major mover in Congress on this. And I want to say one thing, um, um, Andrea, that that people need to understand. This is something that's just kind of emerging. There's a thing called One Health, and we just had a huge webinar on it this week. Um, People don't realize this, but there's this thing called One Health. It's called the One Health Approach. It's in the pandemic treaty. It's also in the United Nations, the World Economic Forum, um, and uh, the CDC, and even states and, and even universities are, are, are offering courses on One Health. What is it? It's this vague thing that connects human health with animal health, with mm-hmm. plant health, with the environment. And what? what it does, what they're trying to do is they're trying, the World Health Organization is trying to get authority to control every aspect of life on Earth through this thing called One Health. We've got to be opposing One Health. Uh, yeah, I, this is the first I've heard of it. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, um, wow. Um, so, I, I, how how is it all? I, I don't even. I can't even wrap my head around it. I mean, I okay, never look. took. A, I never took a zoology course. Okay, and well, I don't know well, anything about. I don't know anything about. You know, I, and quite frankly, I think I only dissected one frog. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we are not the same. I don't even understand this. Okay, so that's right. But uh, let me tell you something about. The, I believe that One Health is an ideology. Okay. And part of it is that there's a very famous medical journal called The Lancet. It's probably the most prestigious medical journal. Oh, yeah, journal. I'm familiar with it. Okay, so The Lancet has run a series on One Health. And what they say is that all life is equal and of equal concern. Now, that's a direct uh. quote from The Lancet. So what that means is that your life is not any more valuable than the frog that you dissected. Okay. Wow. Like, what right do you have to dissect a frog? The frog could just as easily have dissected you. Okay, so what does that mean? That means the frog could have dissected me. It ain't got opposable thumbs, right? And you know, I'm at the top of the food chain. We need to be educating some people. That's right. So, but, but what it means, though, is that if you consider the rights of the frog and you to be equal, then <laughs> what that means is that if the, if you're endangering this frog or if the frog could possibly infect you with a, a, a disease, okay, they call it zoonotic diseases. Those are diseases that go from animals to humans. That means that that's the reason you have to move away from anywhere that there's frogs. And this is a way that they wow. can do a massive land grab 
um, against people by saying you need to stay away from wildlife because wildlife can infect, uh, infect us. And that, I believe, is the reason that they were so jumping up and down that, that the coronavirus came from a bat. It's like they would not listen to the lab leak theory, which everybody now says is true. Mm-hmm. Okay, it, it came from that. It came from that. Why? Because that's an excuse to move people away from areas that have bats. It's, a, it's an excuse to get people into cities where they can control us better. That's got to be somehow tied to the fact that we had how many hundreds of cows recently burn up and we had to destroy all these chickens because they supposedly had, you know, um, uh, the bird flu and we've got this push for lab grown meat. It's got it's all tied together. I mean, this whole great, great, great reset is about setting us up eventually to be in these 15 minute cities and they control our entire food supply. They control our medicine, our health, social with social credit scores, everything. Thing, you know, the technocracy, everything on the at which um, the Vax passports were supposed to be about. It's all tied together. And then with one world order, one new world order, one world government. And so I shouldn't be surprised that that's part of the one health approach. I said many years ago, if they can get control of energy and our health, then they've got complete control of, of us in the world. And we're just getting inching, inching closer to that being achieved. What's the likelihood? of us actually stopping this treaty. We're talking to Reggie Littlejohn about stopping this, uh, getting us out of the World Health Organization, stopping this treaty and these arrangements with them, which will destroy our national sovereignty. What's the likelihood that we can stop this from happening? Okay. We cannot stop the treaty from being voted in um, or the or the amendments to the international health regulations being voted in at the World Health Organization because we're only one of 194 votes that the World Health Organization is, is a bunch of unelected delegates from different countries. Um, and, and, and they're in a situation where they where they're going to be voting themselves a whole lot of more money and a whole lot of more power. Mm-hmm. Why would they not do that? So, so it's not like we can stop them from doing their thing. The only thing that we can do is withdraw. That's yeah. that's why we have to withdraw from the world. We need to defund them. I mean, it's 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 ridiculous that we are funding them many, many hundreds of millions of dollars. And then, listen, Andrea, part of this pandemic treaty and, and international health regulations is that every country, and so our country being the richest country, will will have to pay the most. They want five percent of every country's health budget. I don't know how many wow. trillions of dollars is in our health budget, and we have to give five percent of it to the World Health Organization. We can't afford that. You know, I mean, why are we even thinking about this? And for them to do what with that money to control us, to yeah, set up right. an apparatus, to set up administration, to set up to set up institutions just to control us. That's all that is. That's, that's exactly right. That money is never going to find its way to actual health benefits to people in, in developing countries. What it's going to do is it's going to be siphoned off by the globalists and by corrupt officials. I, I bet that not a dime on every dollar is actually going to make it into health care for the world. Crazy. All right. Um, so if people go to SovereigntyCoalition.org, they can get information on how they can help support the push to get us out of the World Health Organization. There's a letter they can send to their congressmen. Um, I'm assuming there's also phone numbers that they can yes. call. That's what we've got to do, Right. That's exactly right. This does not have to happen to the United States. We can stop it. But the way to stop it is to, is to 
to defund and withdraw from the WHO. And, and we need everybody to do this because we need to strike while the iron is hot. We had a huge and incredibly impressive, um, powerful press conference today, and we need to keep the momentum going so we can actually withdraw from the WHO. Well, just uh, as a little test, I decided to Google your press conference today, and guess how many things came up? I, I have no idea. None. Okay. Google completely suppressed it. I was able to find something on DuckDuckGo. They don't want, and like I said, I've got, I've got monitors up in my station, three monitors. There's nothing about this. I mean, this, this is a story that, that, that the media is doing everything they can to try to hide from the American people. Okay, so listen, I'm going to send you the link to the press conference, okay? okay? I mean, there is a link. I can send it to you because you post it and then people can watch it. But the most, it's on the Sovereignty Coalition. Uh, so anyway, I'll send you the link to the actual press conference and then just to the Sovereignty Coalition where people can sign this thing to, to get us out of the WHO. Please do. Um, don't you think it's very telling that when I Googled, it didn't come up? I mean, and also, I'll tell you something else. I'll tell you something else that happens. People try to get on the Sovereignty Coalition. It says, this website is trying to steal your personal financial information. You know what I'm saying? They do everything wow. they can. Yeah. You know, they, they do everything they can to try to scare people away from us. You know, they just use fear to try to destroy the movement to save America. Yeah, and what we need to be fearful of is the movement to destroy America. Reggie Littlejohn, thank you so much for being here tonight. You must be exhausted after this long day. I appreciate you coming on and, and all that you do to fight for our freedoms. Thank you. Oh, thank you, and God bless you, Andrea. You too. Good night now. Good all right, night. and uh, you guys, come on back. We're going to take a skinny, tiny little break. When we come back, we've got more Andrea K. Show on the other side of the break. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. If you guys don't live in San Diego, you may not have a little something we have here called May Gray. <laughs> where um, it's, it's I, I don't think I've seen sunshine now, solid sunshine for days. I mean, in it's in uh, t- today it was a little tiny bit drizzly. It was low 60s. When I took my boy Gator out for a walk this afternoon, I was so cold I had to whip out my Sherpa line hoodie from Iron Mountain Outfitters. It's May is not like a glorious, super warm, great month for us here in San Diego. So uh, we it, even when we have a warm day, it'll still get cool at night. So don't forget Iron Mountain Outfitters. That's the place to go to for everything that you need from working. If you're a working man or woman and you need some hardworking working gear or you just like the look of it because they look amazing and they last super long, um, Iron Mountain Outfitters has the best selection of Carhartt pants. They've got an entire wall of them and all different sizes and colors and they look amazing they still have great stuff to wear for cool chilly weather like may gray we've got right now and it was so chilly today i mean my sherpa line hoodie is super warm and i really needed it today but they also have an amazing selection of spring and summer stuff as well so don't forget iron mountain outfitters 8493 la mesa boulevard look for the standing bear outside and whatever it is you need whether it's 
cold weather, hot weather, travel gear, accessories, anything that you want, they have it there at Iron Mountain Outfitters. And let me tell you, the prices are better than you would have anywhere online. So we know that your money needs to go far and we want it to, and and you you want it to not only go far but also be on quality stuff, right? So go to Iron Mountain Outfitters. Speaking of non-quality stuff, I hate to even include this conversation what I'm about to tell y'all with our Mountain Outfitters, only the greatest store ever. Love you, PJ, if you're listening. Um, J&J, see it, the CDC has officially halted the J&J Johnson & Johnson shots. Uh, they've ordered the rest to be destroyed. It has been linked to at least 60 confirmed cases of TTS, including nine deaths, according to the CDC. And of course, that means it has been much more than that because they don't ever want to share the full extent of it. Um, These shots were supposed to be... And and so, by the way, not only do we have these shots that have left people with... And let me Google to refresh my memory on what TTS is. It's... It's like deep vein thrombosis. It's basically like blood clots, I think, is basically uh, um, ultimately what it means. It's issues with your veins. I mean, we know that a lot of uh, early on, there was we didn't necessarily know this virus was new. I'll give people that. But to push out shots on people without fully testing and fully understanding this virus and just whipping them out on the American people. And not only that, but, you know, using an emergency use authorization um, under the pretext that there was no other treatments available when there were. And then to tell people that we're going to lock healthy people in their homes and you can't resume your life or go to work until you put your arm out and get these shots injected into you without them being properly tested. Then they withheld the truth about these. They can, they lied to us and told us that all of these shots from J&J, Pfizer and beyond, if you got the shot, you couldn't get it or give it and it was all lies and people are dying from it. People are dying. And of course, they have immunity, legal immunity. So if you now have TTS or if you've got some other kind of myocarditis or some other kind of affliction or if you've got a family member who died, you're out of luck. Completely out of luck. So that's the latest on, and, and this is in follow-up, by the way, to our discussion with Reggie Littlejohn, because, you know, part of, part of her efforts has been to stop the VAX passports. It's funny, we don't hear a whole lot. And, and in the, T, the CNN town hall that Trump did, was there even any discussions of the shots? Not from what I, I didn't see the entirety, but I, I don't think so. Did you guys, did you guys watch it? Did they? Because I don't think the left is pushing these shots anymore as we're going into 2024. Gee, why do you think that is? Why do you think that is? I think Trump needs to uh, change his messaging on the shots. Maybe he doesn't have to. Maybe, do you guys think he needs to? Do you skins? Or do you think that everybody has kind of a general understanding and it's time to move I on from these shots. All right, we got to move on from hour one of tonight's Andrea K Show. But don't go anywhere. we got more coming. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.